What's going on, everyone? The Broke Investor here. Welcome to the Broke Investors Podcast, where we find out what keeps broke people broke and how we can go from being broke to becoming a successful entrepreneur. I'm your host, The Broke Investor. Uh, in this episode, I'm going to talk about having a soul of a slave or a soul of a free man. Uh, but to start off, uh, we, need to, we need to know what it means to, become, to be a broke investor. Simply put, a broke investor is someone who wants more out of life. Uh, they may be in a 9-to-5 job that they no longer like or not, never liked in the first place, or they may be drowning in debt with no sign of any hope. Whatever the case may be, I can assure you I've been there and done that. Back in 2017, I was really stuck. I ended up in a place that loved micromanaging their people and had no real loyalty towards their employees. It was pretty much a revolving door. Uh, I needed to find a way out, uh, but knowing that the past two years of being an entrepreneur was unsuccessful, I, I didn't know if I could do it on my own. I realized if I wanted to find out what it took to be successful in business, one of the best things to do is to read books about business and success. Uh, that was one of the best decisions of my life. Uh, since I graduated at the end of 2016, uh, I knew I was going to hesitate going back to reading. Uh, I had just finished uh, my four-year degree in six years, so I kind of wanted I wanted a break. Uh, but I did decide to start reading one book every month or every other month or so. Uh, eventually, I started writing reviews on the BrokeInvestor.com blog about the books I was reading. Now, one of the books I, I want to talk about is called The Richest Man in Babylon. You may have heard of it. Uh, specifically, I want to talk about uh, the chapter of the camel trader in Babylon. So the camel trader in Babylon, his name was uh, Dabser. And so Dabser, was, he was a young man. When he was a young man, he was uh, spending more than what he was actually earning, uh, like most broke investors. Uh, at first, Dabser was, was trying to pay his debts slowly, but in the end, the debts overwhelmed him. Uh, like most bloke investors, uh, he ended up associating with the wrong crowd and he started robbing people. Uh, he ended up being captured when he was actually sold uh, to a Syrian desert chief. Uh, when the chief brought him back to Syria, um, he pretty much asked uh, his wives uh, which one ha ha had use for him. And his first wife asked him, what does he know about camels? And of course, Debser told him everything that he knew about camels. So he ended up becoming... Uh, the, the chief's first wife, which her name was uh, Sarah, he became Sarah's uh, camel tender. And so he would actually help Sarah uh, visit her, her sick mother. And uh, one day, uh, there, there was a conversation between the two. And I actually want to uh, read straight from uh, the richest man in Babylon. And so after they got to know each other a little bit, he would actually, Dapser would tell, uh, would tell uh, Sarah uh, that he was not really a slave by birth. Uh, he was a son of a free man, an honorable saddle maker of Babylon. And so once he started telling her story, uh, she, she made a comment. And it's straight from the book here. And I'm just going to read, read a couple couple pages. So how can you call yourself a free man when your weakness has brought you to this? If a man has a, in himself the soul of a slave, he will not become one no matter what his birth. Even as water seeks its level, if a man has within him the soul of a free man, will he not become respected and honored in his own city in spite of his misfortune? For, 
for over a year, I was a slave and lived with the slaves. This is Dapser. But I could not become as one of them. One day, Shira asked me, in the evening time, when the other slaves can mingle and enjoy the society of each other, why dost thou sit in thy tent alone? And Dapser, to which I responded, I am pondering what you have said to me. I am wondering if I have the soul of a slave. I cannot join them, so I must sit separate. I too must sit apart, she confided. My dowry was large and my lord married me because of it. Yet he does not desire me. What every woman longs for is to be desired. Because of this and because I am barren, I have neither son nor daughter. Must I sit apart? Were I a man, I could rather die than be such a slave. But the conventions of, of our tribe make slaves of women. What think thou of me by this time, I asked her suddenly. Have I the soul of a man or have I the soul of a slave? And she asked, have you a desire to repay the just debts you owe in Babylon? Uh, he says, yes, I have the desire, but I see no way. Well, she responds, if thou continually let the years slip by and make no effort to repay, then thou hast but the contemptible slave, soul of a slave. No man is otherwise who cannot respect himself, and no man can respect himself who does not repay honest debts. But what can I do who am, who am a slave in Syria? Stay a slave in Syria, thou weakling. I am not a weakling, I denied hotly. Then prove it. How? Dost not thy great king fight his enemies in every way he can and with every force he has? Thy debts are thy enemies. They run thee out of Babylon. You left them alone and they grew too strong for thee. How hast thou them as a man? Thou couldst have conquered them and been one honored among the town's people, but thou had not the soul to fight them. And behold, thy pride has gone down until thou art a slave in Syria. Wow. So, pretty much, when we're in debt, it feels like we have shackles. And there's two ways out of it. Well, there's two, two things we can do. Not two ways out of it. There's two things. Only one way out of it, really. Two things we can do. We can uh, drown in our debt. We can be, you know, we can have, we can feel sorry for ourselves. We can try to, you know, try to make logical sense of why we actually became became in debt. You know, got, got in debt in the first place and, and just, and let it conquer us. And that is the soul of a slave. And there's no way of changing the soul of a slave. A slave is going to be a slave if he has the soul of a slave. The way out of it is is to fight with everything you got, and I mean, j just as she mentioned, thou does not thy great king fight his enemies in every way he can and with every force he has. We have to fight our debts. We have to take them head on. We can't just avoid them and keep avoiding them and keep avoiding them and keep avoiding them. Student debt has surpassed credit card debt. It is in the trillions now. Student debt. So there are lots of young people, and of course, I'm not saying only young people go to college. Um, there's older older folks going there to college as well. Um, but everyone is starting to to stack up these debts. And you know, I'm I am one of those individuals. I actually have I have left uh, about fifteen thousand left in student do uh, debts. Um, I, you know, I can't say the, the degree has done anything for me. Uh, of course, it, it showed me how to read a little bit, <laughs> showed me how to write. 
uh, but I haven't really done anything useful uh, with my degree. And so I come across people, and one of the first things, and especially if they have debt, I mean, it could be 10,000 debt, it can, it can be 15, it could be 20, it could be 100,000. Uh, some people, when I ask them, you know, when, when do you plan on paying off your debt? And they tell me, I never plan on paying off my student loan debt. That's very sad to hear. That is very sad to hear. So when you file bankruptcy, one of the things that does not go away is student debt. So even if you file bankrupt, that will still follow you. That will still follow you. And I feel when someone tells me that, when someone tells me, hey, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pay my debt, or you know, oh, it's gonna take me, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, they're not really serious of conquering that debt. They're not really serious. And, you know, I made it I made it my personal mission uh, to to conquer it and, and to go over it. Of course, I had to battle my credit card debts as well, which was eleven thousand. And I was able to pay that off uh, within 18 months uh, back in the end of. Uh, so I started in 2018. So it, it was mid mid 2019 is when I actually finished uh, my debt. So a couple about six, seven months ago, I was able to uh, conquer my eleven thousand dollars of credit card debt. And so my uh, college debt. It's is next, of course, uh, but I don't I don't plan on waiting 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 gazillion years. I, I don't plan on doing that because I don't have a soul of a slave. You know, I have I have a soul of a free man and free men. They do whatever it takes to become free again, you know, and. Without going too deep into the history, but there was, you know, there was hundreds of years uh, of people being being in slavery, and they overcame that. They overcame that because there were some of them that had souls of free men and free women. And so, if it wasn't for that, if it wasn't for that, if they all had souls of slaves, they'd more than likely still be slaves. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to say anything about slavery or nothing, but you know, there was people that had soul of free men, and they did whatever it had to do to become free men and women. And so that's how we got to treat our debts. You know, be, being broken investors, we can't just, you know, sit around and wish and hope that the debt's going to go away because it's not. Even if you file bankrupt, uh, your student loan debt will still be there. So you have to decide. Everyone has to decide. Are you going to face your demons head on or are you going to let your demons conquer you? And so, uh, long story short, I didn't read. I want. I didn't want to read the whole book because obviously, you know, I'm not that that good of uh, of a uh, uh, how do you say it a voiceover for books. Um, but he ends up having a decision to make. So when Sarah goes visit her 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 sick mother one more time, she she gives him the choice. She uh, pretty much uh, unshackles him, what have you, and gives him the choice. Okay, you have a choice. Do you have a soul of a slave or a soul of a free man? And he answers, I have a soul of a free man. And she says, prove it. And so she gave him the chance uh, to, to escape, to run out into the desert. And he runs out to the desert. And this, of course, I'm not, I'm not reading off the book now, but I can tell you, he runs off, he runs off into the desert. And he, he goes, he, he's pretty much there. He's like, he has no water, no food, no anything. And he ends up just, just collapsing, and he's laying there, and he, he's just – he's about to die. Dabster's about to die, and 
one of the, one of the last things that he thinks about is Shira, is, is is the queen, pretty much. Well, the first wife, I should say. And her asking, do you have a soul of a slave or do you have a soul of a free man? And he was thinking and he says, or in his thoughts, if I had a soul of a slave, I would die here in the desert and I'll be food for the vultures. Okay. But I'm not a soul. I don't have a soul of a free man. So he ends up getting up and he just, he goes over, goes over, uh, goes, goes through the desert and he ends up going back to his town. And once he goes back into his town, he did everything he could. I mean, he went to everyone that he owed debt. And he said, hey, I don't know how I'm going to pay you, but I'm going to pay you. I'm going to end up paying you. You know, have my word. And he ends up paying off all his debts. And he actually becomes a respectable uh, business owner, uh, for lack of a better word, in those times. But he, he became a successful business owner. And so and at the end, he, he's actually uh, he, he's telling uh, he's trying to teach uh, some youngling uh, because the, that that youngster actually uh, w- was robbing and was trying to rob some food. Uh, but so he sat him down and he told him his story of him being a slave at one, at one point. And so uh, and then they break bread. But that's that's pretty much it. These this book now, you know, I don't I don't try to uh, you know read uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of books. I'm gonna get to a thousand books, okay? Because this is this lifelong journey of ours. I mean, the best thing to do is to grow. The best the best investment you can make is invest in yourself. That's why I always say keep growing, keep investing. You know, you gotta grow. You know, this business is the number one personal development course you can take. Entrepreneurship is the number one personal development course that you can take. Okay, investing in yourself is the number one investment that you can make. So keep growing, keep investing. And I think that's what everyone should focus on, especially if you're a broke investor. So uh, today I just want to wrap it up. You know, I don't want to go go a little too over here. I got several projects to work on today. Um, But that's that's the question you got to ask yourself. You know, do you want to continue having these shackles if you have debt? You know, having these shackles, that's all they are. So there are shackles, you know, do you want to continue having shackles and let and let that debt determine your future? Okay, never have the experience of financial freedom, you know, because if if you're if you're okay with that and that's fine, if you're okay, with, there's nothing wrong with having, you know, a soul of a slave. You know, there's some people that, you know, they're 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 captured by their own negative thoughts and they'll remain there. Um, You know, but there's other people that they're they're captured in their debt and they can't get out of it. Um, if you're okay with being having a soul of a slave, and that's 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 perfectly fine. You have to make the decision. But we're all free men. We're all free women. Okay, deep down inside, we are free. And you know, I've made the decision that I have a soul of a free man. And no matter no matter what debt I have, no matter what issues I have. You know, just to go back, go back to the to the book here. Um, this is on page one thirty four. If you have the paperback, does not thy great king fight his enemies in every way he can and with every force he has? And so, enemies can be debt, right? Enemies can be your internal struggles. Enemies can be your your negative thoughts that you're telling yourself. Now, there are all sorts of enemies. Okay. There's even there's even you know business enemies, people that that, that want to see your downfall. You know, does not thy great king fight his enemies in every way he can and with every force? 
he has. Are you doing everything that you can do? Are you doing everything you can possibly do to to reach your your financial independence, your financial freedom? If not, why not? Why not? You know, we're all kings and queens. We're all kings and queens. It's just we decide to accept the soul of a slave. You know, and, and we need to stop making that decision. We need to start saying, hey, we're better than this. I do have a soul of a free man. I'm not going to let this debt decide my fate. All right? So, y'all let me know what y'all think about this. I want to do a little bit more of the books. And I'm actually want to, I want to go back into uh, to writing some reviews. I know I stopped. I think it was back in 2018. Uh, I think I did it. Yeah, I think it was about 28. I think I did one of the last ones was 2019. It was an audio book I did of uh, Tom Hopkins, which was great, great uh, sales trainer and still alive. Um, but let me know what y'all think about this uh, this this episode here, uh, how y'all liked it, uh, if y'all have any book, other book recommendations here. Uh, because like I said, the number one thing of this podcast is to, you know, find out what keeps broke people broke. And that's one of the ways that you can get broke and stay broke is, you know, uh, spending more than you what you're earning and, and slowly trying to pay off your debt. It's, the debt's going to over. The debt's gonna consume you. The debt is going to overwhelm you, and you're gonna you're gonna get those shackles on you. All right, and for a little while, you're gonna be a slave. You're gonna be a slave to your to your creditors. All right, and that's the simple truth. If it's a credit card debt, yeah, you can file bankruptcy, uh, but you know, you know that, that takes about seven years to get off your record, and you know, and I'm not saying anything about bankruptcy. There's nothing wrong with that. I think it's like eight out of ten millionaires have uh, went bankrupt once, so that's eighty percent. So if you look at 10 millionaires, eight of them were bankrupt at one, one point or another. But they decided, you know, they don't have souls of slaves. They have a soul of free men. They're not going to let that bankruptcy, you know, determine their, their, their future outcome. All right? And, and they, they rised up. They rised up as a king or a queen should. And so that's it. That's it for this uh, pod, this podcast episode. Uh, like I said, tell me, what, tell me what you think. And there's going to be very, very much more. I said every single day, no matter how how small, how short the the episodes are. If it's a little blog post, if it's a ten word uh, social media post, um, I'm actually getting back. I'm actually gonna get on uh, TikTok. Uh, here, TikTok is uh, doing doing some crazy things out there, so I'm gonna get on TikTok there, and it's gonna be the Broke Investor. Of course, uh, I got the BrokeInvestor.com blog, and I'm still writing the uh, 101 Broke Motions. Uh, these broke motions are pretty much what keep broke people broke, and how to, how to overcome that. And so, let me know if y'all want if y'all want a free copy. It's gonna be free. I decided I'm not gonna charge a single dollar for that. It's it's really for for everyone, and it's pretty much it. So let me know what y'all think again. Uh, the richest man in Babylon by George S. Clayson. Very very great book. The the success secrets of the ancients. The most inspiring book of wealth ever written. All right, success leaves tracks. Let's follow them. As always, keep growing, keep investing, even if you are a broken investor.